0: If you're having paranormal issues, contact us at mwghosthunters.com. From the files of the Midwest Ghost Hunters...
1: All right, Midwest Ghost Hunters site investigation recorder one. Oh, Dustin, right there. Something just moved behind you. Yes, it did. What the f*** was that? What happened?
2: Something touched my ear, man. What's that?
0: This is Dark Matter with Midwest Ghost Hunters.
1: Today we're talking about the thinning veil. Signs you're feeling the veil thinning and how to deal with it. <laughs> Go for it. No, I'm ready. I don't know what the veil is. I it's it's the it's the imaginary boundary between living people and the dead, right? Nobody knows what it is. Uh, So I have an article here about the veil. Oh, here we go. The metaphysical barrier between the world of the living and the world of the dead. Okay, so I was close. So the veil, whatever that may be, people have been saying for years that it is thinning. I've heard it go both ways. I've heard them say over the course of several decades, the veil is thinning. I've heard other people say, well, as you get closer to October, the veil starts thinning. I've heard it go both ways. I don't know what the hell the veil is or how thick it may be. Is this like the the greenhouse
0: effect? I mean, is this like
1: uh, the the,
2: the ozone layer is also tied to the veil? As I understand it from this little article I just read, the veil is the separation between worlds of seen and unseen so living and dead right yeah
1: well and as i look through this article here it's not talking about the thinning veil over the course of decades like you hear some people talk about this is talking about the uh, the thinning veil uh, in the in the uh, yearly calendar as you get closer to you know the october you know sam Hayes. Why, why October? I don't know. Is it because it's pagan. The, the spooky month? I, I, mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I just wanted to see how to deal, how for us to cope with the veil being so damn thin. How for to cope? <laughs> um, so so that's what I pulled up here. Now, Dustin found some stuff, too. But my article here um, says uh, one way to deal, one way for you to cope Um, with the veil being as thin as it is, because we're all used to a nice, thick veil. Yeah, that's how I keep my veils. Um, But this veil is way too thin, so what you need to do is you need to light a candle, perhaps on an altar. It's a beacon for spirits, uh, and it creates a spiritual space.
0: I don't think it's wise to try to summon or try to do anything. I don't think that's wise. I'm
3: glad you said that. Because one of the ways they say here that you can summon is... To record EVPs. See,
0: I don't think that's summoning. I think that's capturing
3: what's already going on. See, and that's the big question, isn't it? Because with a Ouija board, is that summoning or are you just capturing what's already going on?
1: That's kind of what my article goes into is talking about. And the number one that I, I went, I jumped right to light a candle, but number one here, it's connect with the other side. If you want to embrace the thinning of the veil, communicate with spirits around you. And that's kind of what we do whenever we do an investigation. And uh, the third way to deal with uh, the the veil not being the required amount of thickness you might like is spend time in a graveyard. Well, we did that. Most. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah. Most cemeteries are open to the public, and as long as you're kind and respectful, this can be a great place to connect with the other side. Oh man, our veil is nanometers It can also thick at this be. Point. It can also be a great place to get yourself lubed and <laughs> 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 bent over. A, yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what we got into out there, you know. I mean, hell, I didn't know what was going to happen next out there. So we've spent time I mean, in a graveyard. We've, uh, we've spoken, you know, with... with uh, I've,
3: ne- I've never heard you say the phrase, get yourself loose, and, <laughs> and I never need to hear you say it again.
1: <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I didn't know what was going to happen next out there at that graveyard, but we've been to one oh, recently. Man. So, I mean, we should be doing our part to thicken... <laughs> Thick in the veil.
4: If there was a high-pitched sound in it, that was probably me.
1: Um, let's look ahead here. D- divination tools. What exactly are those? A pendulum or a, uh, like
0: a dowsing rod? See, I actually agree with Wonderful. Edwin Becker. Whenever he talks about, you know, if you, if you think you've got paranormal activity in your house, uh, do everything you can to just ignore it. You know, if, if you've got doors that are opening, don't lock them. Don't, don't do anything to provoke right, it. Right, right, right. Uh, but if, you're, if your goddamn cabinets are flying right. open, and. Well, that, that's that's a little, that's a little
1: different situation, but I'm talking about don't don't try to communicate, don't try to. And that, well, that is a big question that. that people ask whenever they want us to come investigate, you know. And we say, well, you know, we're booked up until you know four weeks, and they're like, what should I do in the next four weeks? Should I, I try to ask something? Should I no? Should I ignore? I I always say you shouldn't try to engage if possible. Now, why do I say that? Hell, I don't know. Because that's the we nice engage. Thing. No, I what, that's what
3: we do, and we get there. But yes. we also don't live there. That's right. what we've
0: always said too. Right, and I but I still think that. That's wise because you know i'm not i'm not living in that house you know you know come back in here and look at the whole ouija board thing even dustin who absolutely is the most passionate hater of the ouija boards he does not feel confident enough to do it inside his own house it's It's not not me
3: but i'm just being respectful of people who but still
0: there are forces there that that uh that have enough influence over you to where you're not doing that
3: I'll go out there in that field right now. And you, got, you got a board on you? <laughs> well, but, I'm, but I'm saying that that's, what I'm, that's what I'm talking about I always about carry here. a
0: board. I got a pocket Ouija. Um, <laughs> I, just, I don't think that's wise to, uh, to try to gather something in your own house. Now, when we go in, if we don't ask questions, if we don't record, then what the hell are we going to do? How are we ever going to document
1: anything's there if we don't do that? Yeah, right. Well, and that's one of the reasons why whenever we do an investigation a lot, I mean, that's why now, now when we do investigations, we try not to do, I say try not because there have been some exceptions, we try not to do anything confrontational. Um, like we did in Willard? Like we did in Willard. Now, I know in the house we did in Republic, Tyler did some, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Confrontational is not the right word. Uh, Disrespectful. No. Uh, <laughs> damn. Damn. <laughs> not even disrespectful but it's more um uh, aggressive aggressive there you oh, another, no, another
2: word for riling up
1: yeah the word is escaping me at the moment but we used to do that quite a bit but then we, inflammatory you know, we got to thinking about it and you know it's like do we really want to go in there it, you know we don't know that that riles are we poke, something up
3: are we poking the ghost beehive are we
1: poking it then leaving is was what we were you know one of the things we kind of kicked around it's like are, are, is that really the fair thing for us to do is to go in there and you know shake the jar of wasp and then to just say all right good luck and leave yeah, when things yeah. get bad yeah see so, yeah. so we don't really do a lot of that anymore now there have been times where it's been appropriate where we have thrown a little bit of that in <laughs>
3: remember when the people at whaler asked us what we what they should do and we were talking like to, if i'm being honest right now is he sell it well I called them the very, realtor, yeah. man. I, ca-
1: I called them the very next day because we talked a long time it's like what the hell are we going to tell them I told them I'd call them you know Sunday you know what are we going to tell them you know they didn't want to hear necessarily what we caught they just wanted us to give them advice on what they should do from that point forward move and that's what we said yep we said really the best advice I said whenever I called and talked to her I said if it were me and I lived there I wouldn't anymore that's just, if it, that's just, that's easy for me to say, you know, I'm writing checks out of someone else's, you know, checkbook. But um, if it were me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back. And that's what we had to tell them. That's the only time we've ever. That's the only time, yeah. Had so to tell I, that. I
0: just don't think it's wise for, for anyone to go in and poke the bear, to try to summon the ghost, to try to do any of that stuff. Uh, w- when we go in and do this, we're trying to prove that you do not, or that we cannot find any activity or that what, what in an ideal situation, most of the time when we go in, we can say you know what you've got an emf problem you've got uh, animals uh, that are creating to scratching yeah. the walls that's I kind you. of stuff cuz
3: i've always said that like once we catch something once we get evidence of something that's not there in my opinion our job's done like i would uh, yeah. be i would be perfectly fine we get one evp something clearly said something to it. some where was it when it said get out didn't that happen we've once we've been told that several a few times. times a couple, couple times, times. And yeah. at this point like i'm like Okay. Taco Bell time. Here's the thing. Like we've done our job.
2: (laughs) We've been to like the same house four, five, six, seven different times. Like and I would never just walk into someone some random person's house that has contacted us wanting us to document stuff and, and start poking the proverbial ghost beehive.
1: Yeah. We've done it with their permission. And we have asked permission before. Um, we even got you know fairly confrontational at Ashley's house and nothing there was a lot of what we'd call posturing as far as the, 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 the EVPs we got sounded sounded rough and mean sounding, but nothing ever really right. I, I'm just made saying this feel like we needed to leave. You think it's cool
0: and there are people that want to live in a haunted house. There are people that think that is cool.
1: Well, that, there's a lot there are of people, people who that think want that. that. Yeah, yeah, they
3: say that until they get in there and it's 2 o'clock in the morning and they hear stuff happening. Right, in house.
0: and that's why I'm saying you don't, you don't really want to play with that. And, and this is going to sound really weird from people that are investigators, but you don't, in my opinion, you don't want to play with that in your house. You don't want to try to see what's
2: there. You, you just don't want to do that. No, you don't want it in your house. No. Because
1: this stuff can, like, it can... Make you think you're crazy. Right. That, well, yeah. every, everybody who contacts us is really, uh, their mission is to prove that they're not crazy. Right. Almost 100% well, of the and time. And that's the, the thing that we'll, we'll, we don't really talk about on this
0: podcast a lot is the number of times we've gone out and caught very little or nothing because we want to show that here's this great audio that we caught. You know, we want to have the uh, extra voice saying hello or, or something because it's, it's good for the podcast. But there's a lot of times that we find that it's not a ghost at all. It's, in fact, explainable. You well, know, it's we, EMF. It's, it's being reflections. There's other
1: things that it can be. We drove all the way to Reed Spring. Remember we went out. To, remember that road? It was like Cookie Dough Lane or something. <laughs> remember it had a name like that. We were out in the middle of nowhere to this house, you know, because they had all these, these claims. The number one claim was that paper cross that kept getting turned. And we debunked that right away. And I believe that was the same house where we found that the kids, th- they had expanded the house and the kids' bedroom was what was once a garage. And there was like a, a uh, the, the, what, is the, what is the one I'm looking for? The fuse panel or the, 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 bo- the breaker box was in right there. And we did catch, catch really high EMF, you know, from that. And then that gets into a whole other thing of EMF sensitivity, and you know, you know, that kind of stuff making you believe that you're perceiving the other the other thing activity. that
0: I I just don't recommend that anybody do the any of the crystals or any of that stuff that that they try to summon stuff because number one it may not even really be are you try, are you talking about summoning or trying to get rid of t- I'm talking about summoning oh, where people yeah. will come back in and do things to attract. I'm talking about people doing things to attract
1: ghosts. People always ask us whenever they set up an investigation, what can I do between now and then? Because we usually can't come that weekend. And the advice I always give them is just advice I give. And I don't exactly know why I give it, but the advice I give them is to not engage. And And the other thing I've said in the past, I haven't said in a long time, is it's okay to say out loud to ask something to leave. Right. That sounds like engaging, but I but I've said both those things to the same person in the past before, and I really don't have any rhyme or reason why I've said that. That just comes back to if you ever see a uh, read an article or watch a TV show with a someone who below their name it says paranormal expert, uh, you can forget it because there's no such thing. We're just we're we're every you know all the advice we give is based off experiences that we've had in our. Ask where they got their degree or their education.
3: So the uh, the article you were
0: talking about, it said. Ouija boards is number one oh, my for, for summoning and don't then forget, recording. Yeah, don't I don't think recording summons. I think recording just captures what's there, but they put, they put recording on there. They put divination tools. like. Although, although I will say then we've even discovered
1: this here at the castle. We do see more paranormal activity when we play back. And that's something EVPs. you're never going to read in an article. You're never going to read an article that's like, well, if you want to kick up paranormal activity, play EVPs from another place. It's never going to say that, but right. that's something we've found. Right. Yes. Now I, that,
0: that um, does seem to, kick up activity here at the cat especially if it's aggressive because remember whenever it was nick uh the, the the ghost that says hey this is i'm nick this is my place remember how bad that hacked off
1: all these things here yeah I, well we played several evps from other investigations even last week when we were talking about ouija boards it yeah. seemed like there it was didn't a lot. like that i don't know if it didn't like that or if we were just you know I, it I was a warning maybe i don't know could be i mean could be them saying get out um, I've got my article pulled up here. You got yours on the, on the, the, the thickness of the veil. So number one, Ouija boards. Number two, recording things. What's number three? Mirrors. Oh yeah. Mirrors. And see, mine doesn't mention Okay. Mirrors. But I know for a long time, we've even done investigations for people. Uh, the place me and Tyler went that time where the 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 ham skin formed uh, the number seven. No yeah. it, it didn't really. What I have heard She of, covered her mirrors.
3: What I have heard of before is like, it, that goes all the way back to like Greek and Roman stuff. They believe that like mir- that, mirrors were a way to capture spirits.
1: That gets back into the Ouija board thing. What makes that mirror was made with the same, you know, it was painted and sanded or whatever. The same way as every other mirror.
3: Yeah, it does make sense. Also, like it says that you, if you want to really see something with
1: a, mirror, with a mirror, you got to do it in low light, so you can matrix things with your mind. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's something we've dealt with quite a bit. Uh, the next one is um, set out movable objects. Satanize. We've done that. We've done that okay. with cards. Yeah, right. Again, I see, would put that. I would put that under the category of testing, not summoning. And I want to be, be sure, I, when I, I'm going to clarify what I said. When I say we've done that with cards, I'm not saying we took tarot cards or we even took no, cards. No, like literal deck of cards. There was a deck of cards just happened to be laying there at a house where we did an investigation. We laid some out and one of them got turned really quickly. But I, I think that that's
0: no different than the cat toys that Melissa right. used yeah, and yeah, everything I think else. So I think, I don't think that's summoning. I think that's just testing, but, but continue on. I mean, this is a freaking wiki article. Yeah.
3: Okay, just to be clear here, we're really just kind of spitballing here. We're just talking. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, are there sources? Because yeah. it is interesting properly? to read this what people think. Because I'm always amazed at what the paranormal what the paranormal community thinks. Because it's never in line with what I think.
1: Well, I know. That's what I was going to say. Is I don't like. It's going to come out wrong for me to say it, but I don't like looking at things that the paranormal community is gathered around. I don't like those things. I think those things tend to be number one. If you've ever looked at any social media group that's a Paranormal group, it is going to be full of, it's going to be full of, of, of nonsense. There was one, there was one thing that popped up. It's like 99, and this is, I, I'm paraphrasing, but this is essentially exactly, I can find it and send it to you. 99% of paranormal experts say, if you wake up at 3 a.m., it's because something is staring at you. Mm, but 99%. Because I wake up at 3 a.m.,
3: uh, maybe it's doing me a favor because it knows I have to go pee. <laughs> Well, but don't don't you
0: think that some of that though is just <laughs> the kind of inside the wheelhouse of 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 that? Well, it's kind of a groupthink thing. It's kind of like yeah. if you if you come in and you look at a. a, a Thing that's all motorcycle riders or uh, (laughs) yeah, it it, it is that. That's what it is. That's why I hate those car guys. That's why
1: I hate those things. Those groups because you're going to see pictures posted. It's all matrixing. And when we say matrixing, we're talking about you know the person who used to send us pictures all the time. There would be you know, look, it looks like a demon dog walking on my kitchen counter. It's like I see like the shadow of a blender. Is that what what, you know? (laughs) Well, but. In that situation,
0: I think that, uh, that you, a lot of those things start off with legitimate paranormal yeah, activity. Yeah, in that
1: case, it did. But um, then it
0: just kind of spirals down. Edwin Becker, whenever he was, uh, he had his book, and he was the guy that had, that had the uh, wasn't wasn't his like the very first videotaped. Um, uh I don't really know if it if it uh, there was, was, some, there fir- was it, was, it some, was compelling. I mean, it, it was like supposedly like an exorcism or something like that that was done that was, and that may not be right. He but, moved
1: into a house in uh, Illinois. Illinois. And I mean, you can look this, you can look, look his name up and read his story. It's Edwin Becker. And he's got a really, he's got books. There was an episode of Paranormal Witness about, you know, his place. Um, but he has kind of a level-headed uh, approach to paranormal. Right, and he, paranormal. He, he
0: will tell you to not engage, not poke it. He'll also tell you not to do the things that we do, uh, right. which maybe he's right about that. I don't know. But I, I think the less that you can play around with it, if you're having paranormal activity at your house, I think that the last thing you want to do is try to do things to ramp it up or try to do things to engage it. It's just my view.
2: So I've got an a article here that talks about how to sensitize yourself to the thinning of the veil. How to, how to make yourself
1: more sensitive to it,
2: yeah. And why does it, does it go into why it thinks the veil is thinning? It says the closer we get to Samhain, yeah, a. that's a. what this Halloween, one says. The thinner the veil between the worlds become, and there's no explanation. Uh, this, okay. this
1: one this one has a little bit before you get into yours. As far as the explanation go, this one has a little bit of an attempt at an explanation. Northern Europe, Greek mythology. It's, it talks about Persephone and a whole bunch of different things. They attempt to make some sense of you know why it's that time of year, but it doesn't make any sense to me. So you, I mean, they're supposedly they're is a historical reason why they didn't just pick it because ooh, it's almost Halloween and everybody's putting out skeletons and shit. Um, supposedly there is a, a historical significance to that time of year, but I, I it doesn't make sense just reading it. So number one, stay conscious as you drift off to sleep. How the hell did well, that? that the, those the are idea that, of that, sleeping, that doesn't make sense. Try this. That's like that's like that's conti- not what sleeping it, it's is. It's like continue living when when you're dying. Yeah. <laughs> It's that
2: easy. Throughout October, get into bed with the intention to stay conscious as much as you can during the process of drifting to sleep. They might be
3: talking about like lucid dreaming. That's what it is. They yeah. do not understand what it is. When you get
2: the hang of this, you <laughs> will find that you can direct your dreaming mind and enter into the liminal okay. I don't dreaming know what that world is. with intention and purpose. This can come in handy if you, for example, have been landlocked and want to visit the seaside. Or if you'd like to get some advice from a spirit guide. Uh, mean, number two. If, two very if, similar <laughs> things, really.
1: really. What if you dream your feet are Tupperware? And I'm bleeding like a sheep. I mean, (laughs) isn't that more what a dream? I've never had a dream where I'm casually walking along a peaceful beach. You
2: you don't know how to lucid dream then. I
1: mean, your fingers are snakes and shit.
3: Lucid dreaming is is a thing. Like, there are people that can do that kind of
1: is thing. Is it like a form of
3: meditation? No, it's just like able to like... Control what they dream You know about. you're dreaming. Well, I sure as hell can't do it's that. It's not necessarily controlling. It's just like kind of like... God, I you're don't know how to explain You're kind of it. aware. You're kind of aware while you're dreaming. Like, this is a dream. And then you can
2: so kind you're can of interacting
1: of with it? A little, little bit. D- d- there yeah.
2: is a little bit of science behind lucid dreaming. And I've kind of, I don't want to say I've for sure done it, but I think I have because if I'm ever having a nightmare, I can in the middle of it just say, all right, fuck this, time to wake up. Yes, and I, I've done that. Okay, I've done that too. I've done that. I've done that as well. I, yeah. I can tell I,
1: you the exact dream that I did that on because it scared the shit
2: out of me. I've had two of them. I've done, Most of the time for me, it's falling off a bridge while in a car. Uh, was, right, was, all right, yes, I'm done. Yes. This wake was up. very
1: similar. I was in, you know those pod storage units? Yeah. I was in one of those with about 20 other motherfuckers in the ocean. <laughs> and you could feel it. You can't see out. There's no windows, but you could feel the movement. Yeah, that's terrifying. And people like sliding to one side and then the other. And we all felt at one point it'd go up real high. <laughs> and I remember on the way down bracing myself thinking, this shit's going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got to get I've got to wake up and I woke up. So what an interesting dream. The, the <laughs> first thing I did that morning, I told Andrew about it because I was like I had the weirdest interaction with a dream where I actually controlled myself to wake up at the right moment. Either that or it's that thing where they say, you know, before you die in a dream, you automatically wake up. Or if those, you there die, was no way it, me or any of those other people in that damn thing were living through that. It, it, there's also people that say if you die in a dream, you, you die, die. In real. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole premise of Nightmare on Elm yeah, Street. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. Um, I had another one one time. These are the kind of dreams I have. Uh, If you've ever seen the Harry Potter movies, and you know the professor who's a werewolf, Mm -hmm. um, I hate to be one of these people, but the books are better than the movies, but the movies are pretty good. And they captured this... this it's the thing you and I were always afraid of. I can't remember the professor's name in the Harry Potter books now. It's jumped out of my head, and I've read them all. But he's a werewolf, lycanthrope. And in the movie, they, he's a scary-ass werewolf. I mean, he really is. He's huge, and he's got long arms. Yes. And so growing up, me and John— Is he a bald head? <laughs> no, but growing up, I only bring that up because growing up, me and John, whenever we would be outside at night— Particularly around the pool. In the pool or, you know, wherever. At his, at his, at mom's at house, his mom and At his mom where and Where it was just pitch black out there. We would always imagine, because they had this smokehouse out yeah. by the pool, and we would just jokingly say, what would you do if something with long... I don't know why long arms was always in it. Yeah, <laughs> it was always long. He was very thin, too. I think we even mentioned bald-headed yeah, at one point. bald-headed, long long
3: arms <laughs> and thin. Describing Slender Man.
1: <laughs> well, I think we were describing the lead singer from Midnight Oil. <laughs>
3: That's exactly um, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but, yeah.
1: but anyway, we would always say, what would you do if something with long arms came tearing around that smokehouse? And then we would freak ourselves out and we would knock that pool dry getting back inside because we would always have this cool idea to go swimming at 1am yeah Um, starting starting swimming so anyway that plays into this dream i had where this this thing i dreamed about had these long ass arms reaching around a tree and i was like the only thing the only cover i had was a tree and i was trying to avoid these long fucking arms that were reaching around it from this werewolf that in my mind looked like the werewolf from harry potter movies in that one i was also able to wake myself up that's the only two times i can remember doing that but if that's what lucid dreaming is, then I've done it. I've done. I've lucid been able to wake myself more of up just like that. Like setting yourself on a
3: path. Like I want to dream about walking down a beach. Yeah, I can't do that. And and they can just kind of do that. And some people like say that that's like them. What is it called when astral projecting or something like that, where you can like walk outside of your As body? As
1: best
2: I can that, remember, that kind of stuff. I but don't I've think also is. had dreams where like I, if I've been like if I. If, if i just, if i'm just walking somewhere i can like jump up and fly have you yeah. have you ever had that yes. stuff like that but yes but like i wanted to do that
1: i yes i've actually been in a dream and you know how hard it is to remember a dream um but i as best i can remember in my dream i've done that i've escaped situations by using these freaking you know powers or whatever however the night before um I had the uh, the dream, you know, where I was hiding behind the tree. I don't remember, as I was drifting off to dream, thinking, I'm going to get... Mauled by a by a werewolf tonight. Uh, my dreams—I don't think I can control them to that level because mine tend to make you know no sense. I've never once laid down in bed like, oh, tonight I'm going to be in eighth grade giving a speech naked and all my teeth are going to fall out. That sounds more <laughs> like a dream I would have. Yeah. yeah, that's the kind I have. Yeah, I've had I've had the
0: uh, the two dreams I've been able to to force myself to wake up from. One is I'm crossing a bridge and the bridge falls as I'm as I'm going over it. Not not really a uh, a new. New one for anyone, but that's that's the dream. And then I forced myself to wake up before we hit the water. And that's what I did in my when I was in that pod out in the ocean. (laughs) I was able to do that. And then I've had another one where I am in college, but something happens and I'd forgotten to go to class all all semester. I've
1: had that. And I was failing
0: and I was going to fail out of college because I didn't go. And then I all of a sudden forced myself to realize, wait a minute, this is a dream.
1: I've even laid there awake for a few minutes thinking, God, what have I done?
2: Yes. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute.
1: Right. I'm like yeah. 40.
2: Right, yeah. I've, even, <laughs> I've even had nightmares where I was, like, in an active shooter environment, you know? And then, like, once I hear it getting closer and closer, then I would just be like, okay, I'm Yeah, that, that's Wake a up. dream
1: only Americans have. Yeah. yeah well, see, I've, I haven't had that one. I've had the one you mentioned a lot. And another one I just remembered that I've had a, a, a many times is uh, on your way to Crane, I, 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 I can't think of the name of this area, but there's, like, a church a little church here. It's whatever that area is called. There's like a church here and then across of it, there's a, a like an old sh- gas station that's always been abandoned. Gold's General Store. Uh, whatever that was. Many times I've dreamed and I've never stepped foot in that damn place ever. But many times I've dreamed I'm in that building looking out the window and I can just see, you know, if an asteroid hits the earth, you know, the wave of flame, the wall of flame that would uh, engulf yeah. the I can see that coming. And I remember having the thought because, you know, my parents live in Crane. Um, I remember having the thought of, well they're dead because the flames almost here so i've had that one many times too and i always wake up right before it hits you know the building it's very strange i don't think i've ever had reoccurring dreams
0: Oh, I have. Many, oh, yeah. many. yeah. The college one is is pretty common for me. I've had that one a lot. Yeah, the college one, you know, where I didn't and it was a situation where I'm flunking out of college and it's because I didn't go yeah. to all of these 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 classes that I was supposed to go to and it's like it's Yeah, like you're the like end having a conversation
1: year. with someone and they're like, "Oh, did, did you, you hear, hear that? that?" I heard that with my
2: ears. I didn't hear it. It was it was a, it was a guy. talking, talking yeah. right right around there? I didn't hear it. I, I heard it in my left either. earphone. Uh, number 2. You did Everybody heard it, but me you, I guess. I didn't hear it. Number two, go outside at sunrise or sunset. What are we talking
1: about here? How to, how to, how how to thin, thin the veil. Oh, no, how veil. to
2: sensitize yourself to the thinning oh, of the yeah, veil. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, go outside okay. at sunrise or sunset. Uh, number three, mm. look at photos of ancestors. That, that one's kind That of one popped
1: up here, too. I didn't understand what the hell that meant. Here's a fun one. Oh, boy.
2: Wear or carry a veil-sensitizing crystal. Uh, of uh, hold on, hold on, hold Waiting on. Waiting for that. Crystals that help sensitize you to the thinning of the veil include October's birthstones, opal, and black tourmaline, labradorite, and moonstone can help you make contact with the other side. Okay. We need to contact NASA. Um, <laughs> yeah. Myself, First, cleanse your crystal in oh, running yeah. water oh. and or bright sunlight. Uh, then hold it in your right hand. <laughs> As what? you set the intention to become more aware of the open portal between the worlds. Did you hear that?
4: It sounded like someone...
2: Murp <laughs> That? I didn't hear it. What was it? Merp, That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it was. That's what I heard. Uh, number five is spend time in a cemetery. Number six is visit your birthplace. Seven, read poetry. Eight, tune into animals. Whether it's you your cat... A fly on the windowsill or a crow on a park bench. Simply contemplating the consciousness of other species is a way of stepping into the vast power okay. and magic all that right. resides in us. Right. I'm, put, I'm putting my microphone down now. Number nine. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Number nine. Communicate with plants, flowers, and trees. Oh, no. Uh, they have a consciousness, and connecting with that consciousness opens the portal between the worlds. Look, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm, I'm if, sorry. I,
1: if I ever disappear for 72 hours, I'm a Lakeland because my neighbors saw me communicating with
4: plants. <laughs> <some noise. laughs> Lakeland, maybe, maybe uh, tree knocking is considered. <laughs> is that uh, communication? Uh,
1: communication? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was looking up here on. I was I'm trying call to barken. I was trying to see you. <laughs> I was trying to see if Etsy had any veil. Um, what is it called? Veil, veil thinning crystals. Yeah, yeah, veil sensitizing crystals, but they don't. Um, what a shame.
0: Well, I once again well, would a... advise no one to play around with any of it. I just, yeah, I don't think. I just
3: don't, don't think it's a good I idea. crystals
1: are one I will thing. take a bath
3: in veil sensitizing
2: crystals.
1: <laughs> I was going to say crystals are. They don't fall into the Ouija board category for me. I, I don't care about those. That'd I would take those and not
2: then, even think about like it. Like putting my keys in the sunlight for two minutes and holding it in my right hand. And, yeah, I'm sorry if anybody believes in this. And I know a lot I of really people
1: do. They had an entire they, festival yeah, in the I, Republic I, yeah. based on it. And,
3: and that's I just can't. I I I'm I just don't
4: think wear like wearing an opal necklace is gonna is is really. <laughs> well,
1: if it does, why? I mean, what's I feel in, like what's in it, because just because yeah just know. because i mean that gets back cool. to that whole thing of you know uh, you can't ask
3: why with this kind of stuff you, there's no answer like it, the article i was reading it said sprinkle salt and it did not explain well, why well it's
1: like what like, we've talked about before is a ghost able to leave the cemetery or not does it, if, if we're all running out of the cemetery being chased by a ghost does it stop at the at the at the edge and shake its fist darn you <laughs> Uh, and I, mean, I would have gotten away with it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it wasn't for that <laughs> pile of salt. What's and real, if you, if you're a ghost,
4: you can go,
0: if you're a go- ghost, <laughs> the thing I've never understood is if you're a ghost, why isn't the most
1: haunted place in the world a, a beach? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you well, yeah. just go down I, there? I, I'm That's sure if, if I was a janitor in a hospital for 60 fucking years, I'm not going can, there in the afterlife. Can you imagine? Well, well can you but but imagine like a group, I put my time in, Imagine well, like a group of two or three ghosts, like
3: chasing somebody, right? And the guy's terrified. He's running, he's looking behind him. And then they, all three go stop at the same time. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Look, but on the uh, the job
0: thing, on the job thing, I think it's for people like my
1: dad. Well, I think a lot of that stuff tends to fall into. Well, that's where you start getting into the breakouts of residual versus you know intelligent. Is there actually a janitor there trying to clean because he did it? You know, he loved it so much, or is this residual type energy?
2: Oh, I'm sure he loved it, dude. If I okay, so if I die. <laughs> And I wake up and I'm at work. I know, and you're stuck I, there. I'm gonna
1: be a demon. You're gonna be in a. Ghost, <laughs> you're gonna be stuck in a ghost loop. At uh, the ghost, what loop. What ghost loop. What if that's what it is?
3: What if that's what it is? What if, what if, the evil ghosts are just so freaking bored? They've been at work for 500 years. <laughs> they're just sick, I mean, they're they're just sick of it. They're I just mean, sick
4: of it. I mean. That maybe
1: I mean there's maybe. a monk. Yeah, there's a monk that's been spotted for hundreds of years. I mean that dude's got to be tired of monkeying. I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you.
3: If I die and I'm conscious of it and I'm in like whatever it is that ghosts go to, purgatory or whatever it is you believe, and I see one of you guys, I'm messing with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do it.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm messing with.
3: Absolutely, do it.
1: Hundred percent. I mean a lot of times. I mean that's what the whole idea of a poltergeist. I mean really a noisy ghost. It's it's it's, it's a ghost that likes fucking like, like a prankster.
4: Yeah. Yeah, throw like a little spoon at my kneecap or something. <laughs>
3: I'll just go, you'll wake up one day and all your dishes will be stacked. <laughs> and I'll just be sitting there pointing and laughing at you. And your bookshelf will be real.
4: You
2: got to make
1: sure it's 3 a.m. though. <laughs> yeah, that's when the veil's super thin. Uh, back to the thinning of the veil thing. Uh, and we're we're, we're kind of making, making, making fun I know, of it. But, I know, and, I, and um, I say
3: this all the time, I really am. Like, I'm, we're not making fun of people. We're making fun of like the ideas. Like, I just find them, I find them humorous.
1: And there are a lot of people out there who, who, who are into the crystals, a lot of people um, who are into the crystals and that kind of stuff. And, and I mean, that's, that's fine. See, a I, lot can't, I just can't throw crystal. out all of that stuff, though. I can't, <laughs> throw,
0: I can't throw every single bit of that stuff out because there's been no real research done into that. Because let's say that, say that, uh, that, that a certain type of stone, like, like, let's go back to limestone. Let's say that limestone, there's something about it because it does conduct energy. I'm not saying it does. But let's say that it does, and because of that, it allows some of this energy to be stored, and then X, Y, Z type of conditions cause that residual energy to be released. I mean, there could be a scientific reason behind some of that that makes that valid.
3: Well, but there is. There's like, no way to measure it. That's what it. I've said forever. Like, back in the... Back when people first started doing magic tricks, people thought it was magic until you find out how it works. Like all unexplained things, in my opinion, is just science we don't know yet, including this stuff. There's logical explanations for all this. I'll stand by that. And I don't think like a quartz you can buy at Silver Dollar City is going to cause anything to happen to you. I just don't. And some people do. And that's fine if you do.
1: Well, there, yeah, a lot of people a lot of people do. And for whatever reason we did in the beginning, we didn't believe it, but we just kind of felt like that was one of the things we needed to cuz that was one of the you know, even when we would do investigations, I remember us talking about well, you know, this I I believe there's even one on our web page where we talk about well, you know, it sits over a very large uh bed of limestone. We even did We that. talked about that, we that. for Willard. We've, We we we, we talked about that for, forever. Kinda. But we don't know, but yeah, we do. And, you know, running water, that tends, I mean, if you ever watch Ghost we, Hunters, we
0: still, just weeks ago, were talking about that, that that could be something that
3: contributes to that. Well, even a, when we said that, I remember thinking to myself, we're in Missouri.
1: It's all limestone. Yeah, we are on a giant bed of limestone, and there's running water all under us. I mean, it's a cave state. There's there's tons of, but that those, those two three things quartz limestone or running water are the three things that we just kind of took and just kind of stuck into our hip pocket, and whenever we would go do investigations, and I guess we still do. I don't remember is one of those things. I, I know for a fact there's one investigation we did years ago. We're in the in the write up at the end. You know, we actually talked about you know the limestone foundation and running water. And, and, and it may have been Willard even.
0: I can't was remember. Willard. We did, we've did. talked about that twice in Willard.
1: But we had no reason to say that. We had no scientific, you know, th- we had no theory to back it up. We didn't even have any experiences where we've been in situations where, you know, ooh, you know, we had a lot of activity happen here. It must be the limestone. We it's just, just like, I mean, it's it's
2: been part of the, I don't know how to say what I'm trying to say. The discourse. Lore. It's, yeah, lore is a good word. It's been part of the lore. Yeah. So, so we'll include it, not necessarily as a, as a saying, this is absolutely what's causing it, but we'll just kind of include it because we don't know, like... uh I and had that, no and, idea.
1: And, you know, that kind of falls into the same thing of, you know, whenever people, you know, will ask, you, you know, hey, in the weeks before you guys come, can I sprinkle? Should I sprinkle sea salt in the corn? I's like, yeah, I mean, sure. Just clean it up I after. I I mean, uh, there's nothing scientifically that says, you know, how much salt or what It kind of goes back to what Torah Kimmons was saying on the last
3: podcast, I think. And it's not ever going to be studied.
1: Now, that's so, that's like, the problem, is it's never going to be. There is no reputable... And the more years that go by, more of the
3: seesaw salt type stuff gets thrown in. There's never going to be a reputable scientist that tries to do trials and observations no. about limestone
2: conducting ghosts. You don't have to be a reputable scientist to conduct a scientific experiment, but you have to know what tools to use to measure and what to measure. You don't
3: have to be a reputable scientist to conduct the experiment, but you have to be a reputable scientist for people to believe it. Right. I, I don't mean, even
1: know I mean, how you would how you would How would you even conduct begin that to experiment? experiment? I mean, I, no I, idea. There's no way. I mean, what do you do? Put a big block of limestone in the room and then have a control room with no limestone in it or with a with a big block of cement
2: I mean that's how you uh, that's yeah simply (laughs) how I just yeah but but we have been here at the castle where absolutely nothing happens one day and the next day we come back and we hear names yeah so it happens and it's random why we don't know and And randomness doesn't work
1: with Right. With hardcore experiments. And uh, He's right. He's over right. the years, more of this stuff gets thrown in. It's like, well, it must be, you know, places with even numbered amount of windows, you know, have more. Right. Because than- if you don't, if you can't
0: explain it to what, what's the natural thing to do is it's kind of like your mind will fill in gaps. I think people do the same thing. You know, if there's no explanation for what caused that shadow over there, ghost becomes an
1: explanation. And that may be
0: what it is. But it, it's, it's a very easy thing to
1: say that's I just it think is. a lot of people who, who do have paranormal activity, and it's easy for me to say because I don't have any in my house, but I think a lot of people who do, it, it would be in their best interest to not spend a lot of time trying to figure out necessarily why. Um, look at Ashley's house. Why the hell is there a whole cast of characters there?
0: There's well, no reason. But, but people do that. It's, it's a natural thing to do. If you have paranormal activity in the house, they're you're going to come back in and say, okay, well, or, I've done it myself. There, well, is there somebody's ashes that are here in the house? Yeah. Are there, uh, you know, was there a, a traumatic event that occurred on this? piece of property. Whenever, and, you yeah, know, if you look at look at this area, I guarantee you that most buildings, most land, uh, most something, there's some sort of a bad event that's tied yeah. to that at some Somebody's point. Somebody's died. Yes. Well, and I've In done that myself.
1: Whenever we did that, you know, whenever we used to do an investigation after it, I used to spend a lot of time looking through, seeing, you know, what could be the cause of that? It started with Willard. But even when we did Ashley's house, I found myself looking, I was like, well, there was a car accident about, you know, a quarter of a mile away. It's like, well, hell, there's a car accident right. a quarter mile away from every.
0: Well, like here in Southwest Missouri, we've got a really famous battlefield. Wilson's Creek Battlefield happens uh, to, to, to be not far away from this. My uh, my family, years and years and years and years ago, came in and swooped up a farm that sat directly off of the Wilson's Creek Battlefield. You know why they bought it? Because they could get it dirt cheap because nobody else wanted to be that close to that battlefield. And my ancestors deal was people have been dying since time begun. Yeah, This is just, there's no difference here. And it was his chance to pick up this farm for very
1: little money. And he did. It's a natural thing to do whenever you have activity that, you know, you have to live with is to try to figure out why. But as far as the why goes, we've never, I can't think of a a single time we've found Causation, 100%. Unless
3: we get that EVP where the ghost will sit down and talk logically through things with us. I mean, but it, it never happens but like even that. even Edwin it's Becker... It's creepy whispers. Go yeah. back,
0: Edwin Becker will tell you that, that, that the fact that it tells you something may not even necessarily be
1: true. That's, that's true. and But we did, uh, one time in an investigation we did in Springfield, we did get a voice that said a first and last name, and we matched that last name with a family that once lived at that house. I could pull that up if, if, I mean, if we wanted to. Yeah, I kind of want you to.
2: What's the, what, what's the likelihood that we could ever get onto
1: one of those historic battlefields? Oh, I've tried to get it in Wilsons Creek so many times. It's 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 government land. Yeah, it's like getting into the state building downtown. It's like impossible. Now there are a bunch of paranormal stories that go with Wilsons oh, those are Creek. A ton. Yeah,
3: yeah, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard quite a few. I've heard quite a few. But... And if
0: if you do believe that trauma and death and a lot of that stuff cause it, that would be an area that would have it. But you're going to be get right back into the same problem that we had at the cemetery, minus the. Uh, uh, hillbillies uh, out there at Wilson's Creek, even if you could get in, you're still going to have a problem with, it could be cattle, it could be bugs, it could be, you name it, if you're investigating
1: outdoors. So I found what I was talking about here. It was a house we did a long time ago here in Springfield. I, I remember the last name was Morrissey, and there was, now we did never find any any proof that a kid died, but there was a family named Morrissey and we caught this EVP that sounds like it says, I remember uh, this. let me find it. I remember this. It, it sounds like it says Sarah Morrissey let me just play it and then this is way off course of you know what we were talking about it but it kind of plays into it a little bit let me go ahead and just play this real quick
3: can you tell us your name
1: It sounds like Sarah (laughs) Morrissey. It sure does.
3: Can you play it again?
1: Yeah, let me pull it up again here. This is what I mean by always a creepy, stereotypical whisper, like (laughs) spooky. Okay, let's play it again here. Can
3: you tell us your name? How long have you been here?
1: That's what it sounds it's like. Sarah Something, um, but this is before we even had any like girls on the. Oh, there weren't. It was. It was the four. It was me and you and Tyler and John. And that was it. Yeah, yeah. We were the only ones there. Pretty creepy. It is, and I wonder if this is the one. It I is. don't want to get off on a. I, I, if, I think that was me. That? What? Hunter said something. Oh, okay. Okay. I was <laughs> no, saying
4: it is very like cookie cutter. You have like male whisper, female whisper gremlin random sounds (laughs) and then that's like your three main groups i'm glad
1: you said that because this is one that came off of a john's video camera and this is the weirdest damn thing this voice is like unlike any i that we've ever caught before i i I know we've gotten way off on a side but i do want to play now that i'm looking at these i'm like oh shit i have to play this one because i haven't heard it in so long but i do want to just listen to the listen to this thing That came off of a video camera.
3: This was one of my favorite ones back in the time back in the day because it was just so weird. Let me go ahead and play um. that
1: one more time. Anyway, so yes, you have the male whisper, the female whisper. Sounds kind of like Predator. The gremlin, and then whatever this, the fuck this yeah, is.
3: does kind of like a Predator.
1: Um, but anyway, that was from the same house where we caught the the voice that said, like, Sarah, or, you know, whatever it, it said. It almost sounds like it was something coming from behind some kind of veil. I, I think the veil was really thin that night.
2: Yeah, it must have been. When um, was
1: that? <laughs> what month was it? I don't know. It was hot. I know that. July. should have been a nice thick veil. <laughs> well, uh, July's not not too far from from our um, maybe
4: that's when it starts you know slimming down does it does it slowly thicken after october or is it instant when you hit november it's like instant november 1st it's back instant full thickness
1: <laughs> i think you got it. i think you've got veil girth around <laughs> Around November, you know, 2nd or 3rd, and then it for it slowly sure. melts as you get closer, um day day. So, anyway, I don't know how we got off on that, but uh, we started out talking about, you know, the veil, then we started talking. Those talk- are my favorite. We started I talking about me being in a pod out on the ocean.
3: The the EVPs that we get that are, like, weird, like, almost like electronic, weird, like, just weird stuff. I like those the best.
1: That personally. one was, that, that's, that was bizarre. That's bizarre, because it was captured on a video camera, and we first thought, you know, is that, you know, is that just the sound of the motorcycle or whatever, but then, you you can hear on the on the on the recorder that was sitting next to it that they're separate sounds. So I don't I don't know that was that was an odd one. That was a house we did here in Springfield, Missouri a long time ago. And I don't really even know the point of us digging into that, but we went down a bit of a rabbit hole there in, in our attempt to uh, discuss the thinning of the veil and uh, and uh, veil sensitizing crystals. Uh, but anyway, so I, I I'm 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 dry.
0: We'll be back again next week with more dark matter. Midwest coast centers from Pythian Castle in Springfield, Missouri.